The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to. Right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, wherever audio podcasts can be found. Of course, we tape it live on the Twitch. So uh, this is going to be a thing where something had happened during the show while we were taping it. And now that that's over with, we're going back to the beginning. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about this a little bit more during the show. But we're opening with this, which we recorded Late because there's been releases during the actual taping of the show today. Uh, yeah. we received word from Fightful Select uh, and Sean Ross Sap yes. that nine talents from NXT have been released. A couple of prominent names, a couple of uh names that sort of hadn't really broken through on the TV end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Larson, uh, who's been released? Um, so the first two names uh were Dakota Kai. She's been released. Uh, Malcolm Bivens. Um, apparently, the WB made efforts to re-sign him, mm-hmm. and uh, seemingly he he told them he wasn't interested. So that's not uh, yeah. So Dakota Kai was a release. In the case yes. of Malcolm Bivens, he just elected not to stay with the company. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, let me get the rest of the names here. So there's uh, Paige, Prince 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 of Prince of Valley, Harlan. That's interesting. Uh, Persia Parada, uh, Sanjana George, Draco Anthony, uh, Mila Milani, Raylan, and Raylan Devine. I believe that is the name because names because Sean also tweeted the, the full list of nine of nine releases has been disclosed. Look like there be any more coming today. Um, of the names announced, of course, we've seen Draco Anthony on TV. Right. He was actually in a story with Joe Gacy mm-hmm. and Harlan mm-hmm. and Zion Quinn for a while. He hasn't been on TV for a week or two, maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Zion Quinn I mean, moved on to a thing with Wesley last week. Yeah. Joe Gacy has not been seen with Harlan in two weeks. For, 
Yeah, for a number of weeks. We had thought that Harlan, because I think I saw on social media that he had just recently been married. Yeah. Figured he was just like on honeymoon or something. He would be back. Totally. But evidently that's not the case. Kind um, of interesting first, with Harlan, too. He had a, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. He had, he's got a great look, uh, but it was clear his in ring was not anywhere close to being like on, on any. Yeah, sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Persia Parada getting released is pretty darn surprising. She's on TV virtually every week. She She's is, the midst yeah. of a of a storyline now. One that's actually I I thought was was getting over with people too. You know, with the the although I guess Duke and uh, Dexter Loomis were not involved in 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 anything this past week, mm-hmm. but we did see Persia and Indy talking to to Roxanne Perez mm-hmm. backstage. Um, yeah, that is that is that is a surprising one um, because she has been featured so heavily. But yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, I mean Dakota Kai getting released is is fairly surprising. Um, she's been in NXT for a long time for, for whatever reason she hasn't been called up yet. Um, you know, they, she just had a reunion with Raquel Gonzalez. They won the tag titles at Stand Deliver, and then what? The next episode of NXT lost them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't believe she's been on TV since. Right. Um, it's 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 interesting that they the last time we saw Dakota Kai, she was like, you know, it was after the loss and she was cursing Mandy Rose's name and then like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, again, she's been there for a while and and we thought that there is probably a couple times they could have had her win the women's title there and then this never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be a tremendous addition to any roster out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, her experience, uh, her skill in the ring. I mean, she is a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, and she does. She has a large fan base, a very loyal mm-hmm. large fan base. She's on Twitch quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so yeah, uh, you know, our hearts go out to those people that were released. Yeah. Um, hopefully they they find you know even more success out there. Outside Definitely. of the WWE, there's lots of opportunities for that at this yep. point. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's just dive back into the show. We're going to do a cut here, and then we're going to be acting like we don't know anything about this because, again, it, already, happened. it was happening as we were. Yeah. It's magic of it. editing is what this is. Yeah. Uh, while you're here right now, just hit the like button and the subscribe button, maybe. Please. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank Leave you. us a comment. It helps us on YouTube. So yeah. on with the show. rundown this week's NXT UK and this week's Impact Wrestling. Uh, we're going to talk a little about a little bit about Triple Mania, namely where what we think is going to happen. I'll be honest with you though, man. It's we're this is basically going to be us running down the actual card and then just like blindly throwing darts. You know what yeah. I mean? No I mean, clue. Especially one of the matches that I thought was not exactly a lock, but I felt pretty good about. Might not even happen as advertised. Oh wow! Okay, based on one of the the new stories we're going to talk about. All right. Um, so I don't know. I mean, there's oh, a lot of points in the yeah. line. Yeah, Sammy throws a whole wrench into that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of points on the line. Yeah. I got a good lead for most any other show, but for Triple Mania, ooh, pressure's on, baby. Can't say, can't say I feel all that confident about maintaining my lead. So, just is what it is. See what happens. Pressure's on, man. Anyways, we'll get to all that in just a moment. But first, let's talk about this. This was very interesting. In a recent interview with Chris Van Vliet, 
Athena, formerly known, of course, as Ember Moon in WWE, described her frustrations during her final days in NXT, her sad last days of NXT. Uh, And she mentioned that she had to, get this, attend meetings in which the women's division was told to dress sexy. And these transcripts come to you via wrestlingnews.co. She said this, I remember going to my makeup artist and going, I'm so unhappy, I'm so unhappy. And we'd have to sit through stupid meetings about how we would have to dress sexy. Now, this is, by the way, there's there's a whole bunch here that precedes this about yes. how much she was dicked around by creative. I mean, yeah. they had plans to turn her heel, to, to put her back to her old character, and she was given the runaround. She was like, hey, let me go on this losing streak, and then I'll turn heel and like none of it. Like they would set up things here and there and then they would drop the ball. They'd set up more stuff. Yep. They would drop the ball, et cetera, et cetera. So this is when this quote picks up, there has already been months of frustration. A of, yeah, a lot of stuff going, going on, back yeah. to when they broke up her and Shotzi. Shotzi went to SmackDown. She was mm-hmm. like, I didn't even like to be I didn't even like the tag team aspect of things, but I was starting to finally gel with Shotzi as a tag team. And then they split Mm -hmm. us up and put her with a different, with Tegan Knox. So anyways, this is preceding this quote, tons of frustration. So she says, I go to my makeup artist and I'm like, man, I'm so unhappy. And we'd have to sit through these stupid meetings about how we'd have to dress sexy. And I remember looking at someone else, like I cater to children. I'm not about to wear a fishnet booty, butt cheek shorts, because we had a two-hour meeting about how to dress like Mandy Rose. That's not fair. Not everybody's going to be Mandy. Mandy is absolutely phenomenal, and she's an amazing person. But not everyone is Mandy Rose. I started seeing this downslope as soon as Hunter was gone. She's talking about Triple H, Paul Levesque, the game, Cerebral Assassin. She says, and like for the first little bit, we didn't know why he was gone. We just knew he wasn't there. I got so angry, and I remember sitting there, and I was like, I did nothing wrong. I didn't piss off Vince. The worst part about this is that on some level, I knew that I was leaving. I had already gone and bought an extra bag and kept it in the locker room so I could pack all my stuff and leave. It had been there for like a month, and I was like, I'm just so unhappy. Interesting side note. Just I like that she prepared with a bag so they wouldn't put her stuff in a garbage bag. Uh, continuing on here. She says, like, I see where this is going between booty butt cheek shorts meetings and them telling girls to alter their gear to make it more revealing. And some people are very uncomfortable with that. And they were like, nope, this is what they want. You got to do it. It didn't matter how that person felt. And I was like, this isn't what I signed up for anymore. This isn't about wrestling. This isn't about the art that we create in the ring. This is turning into everything that I left on Raw and SmackDown. You could just see the pity party starting to started forming in the locker rooms and the gel, jealousy and the cattiness, such as, well, why is this person on TV and she can't do this? And I was just sitting there like, I'm an adult. I can't deal with this high school bullshit. And I'd be like, guys, it's okay. And I'd be that locker room leader because if I didn't, it would just go into the negative zone and no one would be able to have any type of positivity and everyone would hate their jobs that we all work so hard to be at. Uh, Fightful Select then had a follow-up report and stated that these meetings were held, quote, under the guise of fashion consulting. Several talents voiced their displeasure about these meetings and blamed John Laurinaitis for them since they started happening after he regained power, though Fightful was unable to confirm whether Johnny Ace was responsible for those meetings. One talent told Fightful that women wrestlers were also encouraged to dress similarly backstage and didn't outright say that dressing sexier was spoken aloud, but implied. 
It's that old pl- plausible deniability thing, Larson. You know, and, and Laurinaitis has, has had the reputation for a while of I'm trying to think of the best way. I think the reputation is that he thinks the Divas era of women's wrestling is like prime era of WWE women's wrestling. Specifically, the more salacious nature yes. of the Divas yes. era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because there was, there. you know, we hear, man, we've heard uh, like uh, from like Summer Ray from others that they really did their damnedest. Like the women, yeah. they wanted to wrestle. They wanted to be seen legitimately, but you know, they were, they would be given two minutes on a WrestleMania to yeah. do something. And, and yeah, they were always stuck in these angles where, you know, the more salacious elements uh, were, uh, were promoted. So yeah. What, what additionally, what's your take on this? Well, I mean, I, in an ideal world, I mean, hell, how it should be, I would think, ideally, would be performers get to decide what their ring gear is, whatever fits their character, whatever they're comfortable wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like obviously, in WB, it's a collaborative process mm-hmm. um, where WB has to uh, keep in mind the marketing and branding of these characters that they have the intellectual property of. And I understand that. At the same time, no one should be put under pressure to wear something they're not comfortable with, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and to say, hey, you got to do this regardless what's it mean, what it means for the character these people are portraying. Yeah. And regardless what it means or how it affects their own comfort level, mm-hmm. uh, putting that kind of pressure on people, I think it's pretty messed up. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think you nail it on the head. It should be, you know, what are you comfortable with, you know, and uh, and to go from. A situation in NXT because she had also mentioned earlier in the uh, before the preceding the quote that we said that you know it was prior to that when Triple H was still around it was hey you know what what's your gear you know you yeah. just wear your you bring your gear and you wear that and that's what that's what Feifel said it was either you wear your gear or you get like merch shirt that was, you or you get a merch shirt right yeah exactly. yeah yeah it was, it was a situation where like hey wear what you want yeah exactly you know? yeah and then to have whoever, whether it's Johnny Ace or somebody else, mm-hmm. come there and start, you know, pressuring, mm-hmm. encur- encouraging, yeah. you know, whatever word you want to use to go a specific direction, whether people are comfortable with it or not, mm-hmm. uh, with it or not, is messed up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's taken. It's, messed the, it's, up. it's just it's taking things backwards. Yes. You know, it's like there are, you know, there are the Mandy Roses out there and, and there's there's other wrestlers within WWE that are kind of in the similar ilk. And mm-hmm. and that's fine. I mean, maybe you know, if, if Mandy Rose, that's that's her thing, and she's cool with that, and she does really well with her character. I like Mandy Rose quite a bit. And the toxic attraction thing, I think, has been working. I think they're they're very talented. So there's a place for that. But to try to my thing to try to shoehorn everybody into that exactly. when they're not comfortable in that exactly. is even if you take away the the you know the over sexualization element to it. It's it's kind of the same as like okay you've got a guy like uh, I don't know let's say Gunther right Walter and let's say they try to shoehorn him into like a comedy gimmick you know it's that kind of shit it's like why don't you go with what they're best at and what they're best at probably is going to fall in line with what they're most comfortable doing yes exactly and and to try to shoehorn people into things that they're not comfortable doing it's not going to translate well like it's it's not. it's not it's not a recipe for success. And and to to touch on that point briefly, go back to to Mox on Tox Jericho, where Vince said to him, 
I know who you are. Right. Yeah. You know, and that seems to be on a large scale kind of WWE's philosophy is they have ideas for characters and gimmicks. They see somebody who they think could fill that character or gimmick, regardless if it if it's it matches up with their skill set. Emma Lita. Mm-hmm. Yes, that no, you that's know, a great example. Emma was was a good comedy wrestler. Mm-hmm, yeah, for a long time, and they decided to repackage her. Which you know uh, what they did with Emma wasn't working on the main roster, and they decided to try something different. All right, mm-hmm. but by all accounts, it did not fit with her. She wasn't comfortable with it. Yeah. And yet they just pushed, they, they continue advertising it and became a joke backstage. And she finally debuted and they dropped it that same night, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but from the very beginning, it just didn't seem to be a good match of performer and gimmick. Mm-hmm. And yet they just kept going on with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like they don't have an understanding of who some of these performers are, mm-hmm. you know, and their strengths. Instead, they're like, okay, we're just going to do this with the machine. How many times do we hear from uh, podcasts, people that have worked in WD, you're still working WD. Well, we thought we'd give them this gimmick, see if they'll get, they'll get it over. Yeah. There seems to be no real thought process a lot of times in matching up wrestler and gimmick character presentation. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, we'll just, we'll shoehorn this, 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 this performer to this gimmick and see if they can get it over. The onus is on them. The responsibility mm-hmm. is on them yeah. to make this work. It's laziness. It's just it it's is. just sheer laziness. It's oh yeah, yeah, all this, you know, people like, you know, TNA. People like the the salacious, they like the sexy stuff. You bring in, yeah, guys like that. And it's like, man, can you can you try? Can you put some effort into what you do, maybe? I know. That's all we ask for, really. It's just a little bit when when any when any wrestling company puts some effort into what they do, generally speaking, like there are positive results. You know? I As know. wrestling fans, we don't ask for a whole lot. We really don't. No. We just want I some just want- Show us that you care. I just, yeah, I know. Show us you care. Give us stories that are logical and, and give some meaning behind these matches more than just the outcome of the match. Right. That's really it. Give me characters that I can believe. You know, I, I believe in who they are. Yeah. People, characters that seem genuine. Yeah. That's it. I don't need grandiose stories. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't need Shakespeare. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. If, if, you know, like every once in a while we'll get Champa versus Gargano, mm-hmm. which is really well done story with depth. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's great. I love when it happens. I don't need that all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't need that all the time. Yeah. Just give me believable characters who seem genuine and tell stories with those characters that fit with those characters mm-hmm. that, that bring some emotion to these stories you're telling in the ring. That's all you really need. That's it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, 
You can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You know who was terrifyingly genuine on the mic? Great segue. Jake Roberts, man. Let's talk about this. So he recently appeared on the most recent episode of Talk is Jericho. Spoke about his experience working on the WWE creative team in the mid-90s. And this was a pretty fascinating quote. So I know I read the entire quote for the last one. I'll let you take the next couple ones. But I really just, I sent this story to you because I just wanted because to do. Because you wanted to do. Yes, yeah. So, so this is what Jake had to say. He's talking about Vince McMahon here. He says, when he brought me back in 96, he told me, God damn, Jake, look around and see where you think the problem is. I said, it's real simple, man. The inmates are running the asylum. The click. The click nearly killed the business. Everybody says how great they were. Hail Caesar. Well, let me tell you something. They drove it into the ground, whatever. I used to have to sit when we were writing television when Sean and Brett were throwing their pissy fights against each other. We'd be trying to write television, and Vince would get on the phone for three hours with those two cats, trying to get them to wrestle each other, he said. I don't know. He said, I said, Vince, what are you doing, man? Fire the motherfuckers, man. Tell them to hit the fucking road. (laughs) End quote. (laughs) Oh, man. What a wonderfully simple. I've always kind of wondered the same thing. Have you ever wondered that shit's like as talented as Sean was, as Razor was, Kevin Nash was great. As talented as those guys were, at a certain point, why didn't Vince just say, would you shut the fuck up and go wrestle? <laughs> like, enough of this shit. You're I done. Know. Get out of here. I know. I know. I know. Maybe. I, know. I mean, I can't you, imagine. You... I can't imagine this type of stuff. You know, like uh, seemingly all the headaches that the click and then Brett specifically in relation to Sean were causing. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that kind of stuff happening today. Do you do you wonder like was it because I don't know if anybody's really addressed this. Like, was Vince just really taken by like, oh man, look what Shawn Michaels or do you think his back was just up against the wall? He's like, I got like nobody else that I can really put on in the main oh, it's event. Probably a little it's probably a, a bit of a bit of all that, mm-hmm. you know. And and back then when Vince owned WWF. It's like, all right, I want to do this, and he'll do it. Now he's got to answer to stockholders, you know, and yeah. and 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 you know, he's got to do his quarterly earnings calls and all that type of stuff. So this kind of stuff, I don't think, would fly these days. Period. I mean, I guess the proof is kind of in the pudding because once the Attitude Era came around, and he had guys like, you know, I mean, I know Triple H is one of them, but he had guys like uh, uh, Mankind, 
Austin, The Rock, sort of on the rise. What happened to Brett, anyways? Mm-hmm. He was gone. It's not like they, you know, they they had their best year of business uh, pretty much after uh, Shawn Michaels had retired. I know Vince was always trying to bring him back, but yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you look at those WrestleMania main events, those were the guys that he was running with, and I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know who was in the undercard at the time. I'm not sure he could, you know, have done the same thing with some of the guys that were that were not in the clique. You know, like yeah. what was he going to put? Yeah. He was going to push Dean Douglas to the moon. You know, as much as I would have loved to have seen that. I don't know. Speaking really. of someone who doesn't fit, a, didn't fit a particular gimmick. <laughs> yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was a teacher, wasn't he? Was yeah. he a teacher? Yeah, he was a teacher. Yeah, like le- you mean legitimate? His gimmick yeah, was yeah. teacher, but also yeah, wasn't I, like I, I thought he was legitimately a teacher at one point. I think too. he was. Yeah. I think that's oh. weird. He can't. He couldn't. The teacher gimmick did not suit him. <laughs> You'd whatsoever. think that'd be comfortable for him, but no. He was most comfortable as the franchise. Here's the thing is because uh, Dean Douglas, that character, in no way represented anything close to an actual teacher. <laughs> that's true as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he was just sort of a condescending prick. Yeah. Yes. He wore the cap and gown and had like a a, a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Hey, so somebody uh, here in chat, before we get to this next uh, story, is there a latest uh, update on Bobby Lashley and that uh, horrific uh, rope spot? I, I just saw on Twitter that, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, whatever the latest show on their United Kingdom tour, mm-hmm. they said Lashley got in the ring and before the match started, went and checked all the ropes. Oh, okay, great. So, so yeah, for, for somebody who doesn't know this, this video has been floating around Twitter yesterday at like, uh, are they on their UK tour yet or are they, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. okay. Um, or the European tour yet. Uh, yeah, so there was a live event, and uh, he was in a match against Drew McIntyre. Drew hits the ropes. The ropes break, and then Bobby Lashley was already about to run. He was he was mid-running the ropes, and he hits right as it's all falling apart, and he took a nasty-looking tumble yeah, out of the ring. he tumbled right over. Like but, the top uh, rope snapped off, and he just tumbled right over. It was it yeah. looked like it could have been really, really bad. It looked, it looked pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, we got another potential injury update. Good to hear Lashley's doing fine. Um, but some news potentially on Sammy Guevara. Sammy so Guevara. During his TNT t- tile defense on this past Wednesday's Dynamite, Sammy Guevara Sammy took a nasty Guevara. bump when he attempted to do like a corkscrew 450 splash some thing off the nuts ladder. move, yeah. It was crazy. Uh, it looked bad uh, during the commercial break right after. It seemed like trainers were attending to him to make sure he was okay. He eventually did continue the match, though, and finished it. But in the most recent Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer reported that, quote, Sammy Guevara was injured on April 27th, the latter match where he lost a TNT title of Scorpio Sky. He came down so fast that Sky couldn't break his fall. He landed on his neck and his left shoulder. He said he was okay, but hurt his neck and back. Um, I believe he, uh, I read also that he, is, Sammy has said that he will be in Monterey tomorrow for Triple Mania. Eesh. But depending on the extent of his injuries, who knows if he'll actually be in the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, without knowing the severity of the injuries, mm-hmm. um, are they going to preclude him from uh, participating? You know, is he going to be out for any amount of time? Is it something where he's just banged up a bit and needs a couple weeks to, to recover? Don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, he masterfully completed that match. There was a lot of match left. Yes. That he finished, but obviously that's a lot different than waking up the next day and being like, "Okay, I'm ready to go to Triple Mania." Um, 
I mean, I don't know. Some of the spots that tri- that we've seen in triple in triple triple AIs past leads me to believe they they just be like, yeah, get out there, <laughs> vamanos. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's talk about Triple Mania. Uh, this is the first of a, of a three event affair this year. This first one, yes. of course, uh, tomorrow, April 30th, we're going to be doing our live reactions. And then on June 18th, and again, I believe in August. Uh, it's October. It's oh, October. sorry, October. October 15th. Uh, so yeah, uh, these are wildly fun shows. Oh yeah. Hugely unpredictable. You never oh, know. Yes. Like, dude. Last, I was it wasn't like the last one that we watched. No, maybe it was two uh, uh, events ago where like they did this whole thing in a baseball st- uh, stadium. Oh, that was uh, Ray Reyes. Ray Reyes, and uh, yeah, it was raining. It was like they did a clip like during the daytime, and they were just stalling for time. These things are often a mess, but it's it's a gleeful mess. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. uh, our live reactions are probably going to be, and of course, last time was last time was uh, Enforcer, you know, seeing his his TBA pick be heavy metal. Is this my guy? Is this my guy? Um, so let's run down some of these matches. And man. we before we get into these some of these matches, there is a lot of TBA here on the card. The first two <laughs> matches are completely TBA. I wonder, are these matches even going to be? Like broadcast these ones, the like maybe the so Marvel- I think I think it I think it uh Triple Mania Regia two. I don't believe the the Marvel match there was broadcast. Right. Let's see what Lucha. Let's see. So Lucha, we always follow Lucha blog for all the latest on. Yeah. Uh, for all the wonderful snarkiness of Triple Mania news. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so the Lucha blog says this. He he chimes in. He says, uh, "Wrestling Observer newsletter mentioned Sammy Guevara. Sammy yeah. Guevara suffered back neck injuries on Dynamite. He doesn't say that. Sorry, Lucha blog says this. Meltzer doesn't say this, but figure on that ma- mixed tag match on Triple Mania to be changed in some fashion. Guevara's going to Monterey, but I'm not sure about him wrestling." If it's up to Sammy, I would be shocked if he didn't. But, you know, hopefully it's up to people with, yeah. you know, medical expertise. If he's, if like he's hurt. Saying. Sorry, if he's injured. If he's injured, someone needs to step in and be like, Mm-mm, this is your back. This is your neck. You don't want to mess with that. Yeah. yeah. If he's sore, that's something else. But if he's injured, shouldn't should probably shouldn't be wrestled. Probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the we got 10 matches here. On uh, the Wikipedia, saying they're going to happen at Triple Mania tomorrow. Uh, the first one is uh, the Marvel Lucha Libre mm-hmm. exhibition match. Of course, we've seen several of these. The last one I remember, I think Loki came out at the end of it. Mm-hmm. But since the one since hasn't been bro- wasn't broadcast, I don't know what happened there. Um, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm because they so. have a continuing story. Because I think before that, like Hulk showed up, so you'd think now it would be Thor would have to show up. Yeah, Thor will have to uh, to show up. Yeah, I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of this. Um, yeah, the continuing saga. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got to figure either they're going to advance this and Thor's going to win, and and or also, the heels win and then Thor shows up at the end. That could be because they always do the the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have uh, for the Copa. The Triple Mania Cup, mm-hmm. a lumberjack got, match, which means they're all going to have the the straps. Do we know anybody in this match? I mean, it says TBA, so no. 
<laughs> it's you know what they they say TBA. What they mean is TB determined. Yeah, <laughs> to be determined. Yeah, we'll find out. But here's the thing about this one. I don't know if it's a situation where it's like a gauntlet thing. I don't remember how they do it. Yeah. So it'd be kind of it'd be hard pressed unless they announce the field if it's like a gauntlet thing before the match begins to make any sort of prediction on this because we wouldn't know who's all who's going to be in the match. Yeah, we don't know who's going to be in the match. And on top of that, like let's say prior to this. Copa matches were elimination, not to say they're still going to be. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to. That's changed on us before, too. The, if so I know they have done Copa Triple Mania matches before, I'm trying to see who was. All right. Well, one. you looked at so the last one was a 12 man match. Okay. But I don't remember if that's one Mr. Iguana won. Oh, yeah. Feel like, yeah, they had the clock, I think. Mm, okay. It was sort of like Raider Reyes. Raider Reyes, yeah. Maybe is that the one that was elimination and Raider Reyes wasn't elimination? I'm pretty sure Raider Reyes was elimination. The past. I thought it was too, but man, people in the chat were saying, no, it was never, it's never been that. So mm. I, I don't know. I'm not going to claim to know. Yeah. Um, so we've got this whole amazing uh, Ruleta de la Muerte tournament. Now this is Loser Advances tournament, yes. which is a groundbreaking, yes. mind-bending oh, idea. Absolutely so, brilliant. The the eventual loser of all the losers unmasks, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of uh, uh, legends and mm-hmm. current stars going mm-hmm. through this thing. Yes, and so uh, for example, round one, we've got Pentagon Junior versus the legend Ultimo Dragon. Mm-hmm. You know, you might know him best from the picture of him with holding like, like every title, right? Yeah. So, uh. You would think, you would think, I mean, it's funny. They make a big deal about their legends, but at the same time, sometimes they book them into the ground and sometimes they book them really strong. Well, I mean, like, I think Pentagon would win this, but I don't know. You would think so. Here's the thing. So now if they go with all the legends, so here's the first, the four first round matches, the one you mentioned, Pentagon versus Ultimo Dragon. Then you got LA Park. Versus Viano Four. L.A. Park is also super old, but Viano Four. Yeah, is, he's yeah. he's both a legend and and, and still wrestling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Rayo de Jalisco. Uh, Jalisco Junior versus Blue Demon Junior. Kind of a similar situation. Two yeah. legends, but Blue Demon Junior still uh, an active competitor. And then uh, Sanic Canic Canic versus Psycho Clown. Psycho Clown is not losing that match. Canic El Canic. Yeah, you, you know? yeah. I don't think Psycho Clown is going to lose that one. So I kind of feel like. Penta and Psycho Clown, they're going to win their matches. Uh-huh. But then I don't know if they're just going to have all the legends who aren't still wrestling advance. Mm-hmm. And then so lose the first round matches, which would, I guess, protect all their current roster members at the same time. It kind of takes some of the intrigue out of it if you don't have anybody who's actively wrestling still in the tournament that could potentially lose their, their mass. So maybe they will do a final like LA Park versus Blue Demon Jr. I don't know. I but do, it's those other two first round matches, LA Park versus Viano and the Blue Demon one, they're going to be really interesting to see how they go. So my guess, this is my guess, this is how I'm going into this thing. And again, to, to for predictions, I'm just going to have to hope and pray that whatever you predict, I'm going to go the opposite way and, and, and the uncertainty factor will help me out, but I'm not banking on that. My guess would be, I mean, I don't know if, if the the in my mind, I mean, it, I feel like even a legend 
on the level of like a Viano four or I mean, I don't know about Rayo de Jalisco Jr. or El Canic or Kanak. I feel like any of them are going to end up like, I feel like the lowest tier guy, they could make a big deal out of him losing his mask, you know? So I feel like it's not out of the, yeah, I understand that. I I don't think it's going to be like a blue demon junior in LA park, like losing their mask, you know? I would just yeah. I would be kind of surprised if it was Blue Demon Jr. losing his way through a tournament to lose his mask. Oh, agreed. No, yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that. But at the yeah. same time, like I don't know which way I I'm really interested to see how the LA Park versus or whatever the first one of, of LA Park or, or Blue Demon Jr.'s yeah. matches. Well, oh, I yeah. feel like Psycho Clown's gonna win. I feel like Pentagon Jr.'s gonna win. Uh, yeah. I'm not that worried about those two. Oh, okay. So it's oh, the, oh, it's the, the LA Legends Park versus Legends. Yeah, okay. Yes. How those matches go, I think will determine how the re- everything else is going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like if LA Park beats Viano, okay, well, Blue Demon Jr. is probably going to win that. Mm-hmm. And vi- or vice versa, depending on what match goes first. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we also have got uh, in three-way mixed tag team action. So this is the match we were kind of talking about. Maravilla mm-hmm. and Latigo versus Sexy Star 2. Not the original Sexy Star that broke Rosemary's arm. Sexy Star 2 and Octagon Jr., Versus Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara now common. You know, Sorry, who? Sammy Guevara. Uh, conventional wisdom uh, says Ty and Sammy being AEW stars would win this match. Yeah. But given that we don't really know what Sammy's going to be doing, if he's going to be wrestling or not, that kind of throws that into doubt. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, we also got Dragon Lee and Drillistico, uh taking on Taurus and Johnny Superstar. John Morrison. John Morrison, yeah. Uh, against Laredo Kid and TBD, and that was originally supposed to be Alberto Del Rio. Right, and he's been pulled. Yeah. Yep. Even so, they have announced who Laredo Kid's. What's that? <laughs> what, did, was there a reason for why he was pulled? Not or is it just because he's Alberto Del Rio? <laughs> could be. That could be it. And I haven't seen anything about who Laredo Kid's partner is going to be. We'll probably find out day of. Yeah, probably. And by that, I mean right as the match is happening. <laughs> When this person makes their entrance, he'll be halfway down before we'll understand who it is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we uh, also have a, a trios match here. Uh, this should be fun. Pagano, Bandito, and Taya, mm-hmm. the new uh, Reina de Reinas champion, mm-hmm. versus Cybernetico, Andrade El Idolo, and Deanna Perrazzo. And then so we'll Deanna get... and Taya have a rematch for that title coming up. Soon. Exactly. So you kind of think this is probably, Deanna's team's probably going to win it. So there's heat going into their rematch at yeah. Under Siege. This is one of those where it's like, you'd think conventional wisdom would tell you that, but yeah. nobody yeah. would be shocked if it went the I other also way. thought they wouldn't put, they wouldn't have a title change hands, the Reign of the Reigners title change hands at, at an Impact show. It's never happened. Triple A show. It's an educated so. guess. Uh, and then in our main event, we've got El Ijo, sorry, El Ijo del Vikingo and Phoenix, who's now wrestling, obviously, someone dynamite versus the Young Bucks. Are you still leaning towards the champions winning this man? I'm sorry, the I champion mean, Vikingo. Vikingo is getting a massive push. He's their guy. Matt Jackson is not like against taking pins. Like if the Young Bucks lose, he eats the pin generally. Okay. Yeah. He's generally cool. Seemingly, if taking a pin, mm-hmm. I got Young Bucks all the way on this one. Man. Yeah, they're AEW stars. 
Phoenix can eat this win. They could eat that. I mean, they could overbook. They probably will overbook the living shit out of it. I have a feeling like at least half the tournament matches, too, are going to be overbooked. It's Triple Mania. That's sort of their. their it's all going to be overbooked. It's all going to be overbooked. But it should be wildly fun. Join us uh, tomorrow at the. Uh, wait, what time did it start? Six, again? 6 p.m. Pacific. Okay, awesome. 6 Pacific, 9 uh, Eastern. That should be. Getting back to this wild. main event, I'm not going to have a ton of confidence points on. Okay. Yeah, fair but enough. But I don't know. I'm apart from Psycho Clown winning. I don't know what I'm having a ton of confidence points on, anyways. Yeah, dude. I know. I know. I know. I just don't know. Uh, I mean, someone's got to have nine confidence points. Right now, I don't know what that's going to be. <laughs> it's on Thor. And probably going on Psycho Clown win. Yeah, right. Because he's like their top star. Yeah. Or one of their most popular stars. Yeah. I'm going to go for, I'm, I'll just go with like whoever is the oldest in a particular match for that tournament. Whoever's the oldest is going to lose. Lose? All right. Yeah, lose their way forward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Impact Wrestling this week. Sure. Sure. Um, our our usual pre- uh, preamble here for our Impact review is solid show, logical storytelling, nothing spectacular, not reinventing any wheels, but it's Impact. It's fun. Yeah, it was a fun show. Um, opened up with Violent by Design coming out, dropping a promo, pretty much saying, "Hey, we're the best. We beat all the uh, the seven other teams in this elimination match." The uh, world belongs to us. Heath and Rhino come out. They say, uh, we still owe you some retribution. We got an unfinished business. Uh, we want the tag titles. They're interrupted by the Briscoes. So it seems like them boys are an impact, at least for the time being. Uh, they make the case for getting a title shot of their own. Heath pretty much tells them, you got to get in back of the line. Jay says, we don't get in the back of the line uh, for anybody. Um, and then, uh, so, uh, Heath and says he and Rhino had the new year's resolution to be tag champs. We're not like you getting our way. And then, uh, Eric young says, this is a YP, not an MP. He says, you problem, not an us problem. Figure this out and we'll, we'll face whoever wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that, that match happened next. Yeah. We had the Briscoes versus Heath and Rhino. Of course, the Briscoes get the win here. Mark pins Rhino after a top rope elbow, but it was, this is a really, really fun match. It was. It's good. It was. It's cool to see the Briscoes and Impact, dude. Yeah, uh, Impact's got a pretty solid tag division right it's, now. It's so. a pretty stacked division, yeah. It is. It's pretty solid. Uh, after that, Moose shows up to Scott Demore's office. So, of course, tonight in the main event, saw uh, an advertised rematch between Moose, Josh Alexander for that Impact title. So Moose is like, hey, man, Josh Alexander had six months to prepare, and I've got five days. He says, I know you really like Josh Ale- Alexander. He's your guy, but what's the deal with that? Scott says, look, Last six months, I've let you do what you wanted to do. I've never gotten in your way when you were champ. You set the wrestling world ablaze. And go prove what you say you are, a wrestling god, the best there is. And fi- and then once you, if you're able to win tonight, whoever wins gets to pick their opponent. No, he's got a handpicked. Scott, Scott Demore has a handpicked opponent for the champ and under siege. Oh, my bad. Okay, I heard that wrong then. Okay, all right, cool. He's got a handpicked opponent for under siege. And we saw that yep. later on. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We did. Uh, we got that EGV video package again. Thumbs Very up. cinematic. Thumbs down. Sammy yeah, Sammy, I'm Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Callahan. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Callahan. Callahan. Uh, after uh, that, we had uh, VSK versus Bupinder Gujar. Uh, and uh, yeah, I like this little feud here with the uh, Gujar and, and uh, Mahabeli Shara. Uh, so Gujar got the win here with the, it was a cool, he's got a cool finish too. He does. He sort of stands up on the second rope and he like loads himself up like a cannon. And then, uh, when you know he's got his guy down, guy gets up, starts going towards him, and he shoots himself off spears it, spears him essentially, yeah, and with the spear, yeah, yeah, uh, pretty cool. So he does that. So Shara and Raj Singh come down to the ring. Singh is trying to convince Gujar to join them. And he's Seemed like, like yeah. no, man, I'm not going to do that. Shara gets in his face like, hey, what? You're too good for us. Shara goes and he's like, hey, I'm going to make an example out of this guy to show you what I can do. And he picks up a, a VSK and gives him a violent pop-up DVD. And then uh, Shara tries to go after uh, Gujar. And then Singh holds him back. And there's yeah. a big brawl and stuff. So, yeah, it was yeah. good stuff. It was good. It was good. After that, we had Ace Austin interview. He's this talking about how so, this was so meandering. This is it really was. this this interview is like sometimes you need a script or at least bullet points. Exactly. So uh, Ace Austin was like, "Hey, I went out there and I proved that I can win the X division on my own. Proof is around my waist right now." He calls himself Trey Miguel's greatest weakness, and then walks Rocky Romero, and he says, "Hey, good job winning the title. I think I can get a spot for you in the best of Super Junior tournament. What do you think about that?" And Ace is like, whoa, hey, that's pretty neat. I'll take you up on that. But right now, you need to get off my set. This is my time. We'll talk about that later. This is my spotlight. And then Rocky says, well, you know, I'm in the X Division too. Why don't you put that title up uh, next week? We'll have a match. And then uh, uh, and then uh, Ace says, yeah, Rocky, guess what? You can get in line. And Rocky says, you know what? I'm good friends with Scott Demore. He'll make the match happen. And so he leaves. Uh, uh, Ace turns around to step out, walks right into Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey offers his hand, says, "Hey, congratulations on your win." And Ace just walks out on him, and Bailey just goes, "Oh, I thought we were friends. I thought we were friends, man." After that, we had a, a Steve Macklin promo. Basically, just says he's the obvious choice for that Impact title shot at Under Siege. Sorry, Macklin, you're gonna have to wait. Not for today, that, buddy. Not today, Mister Mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, we had Honor No More. Versus this is a really good match. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns and Mike Bailey. Like you said, this was a really good match. Tons of fun. You seem um, like you put Mike Bailey in the ring with anybody, you're going to get a really fun match. Dude, that guy, is, he's hes wildly fun to watch, man. He's, he's, he's tons of fun. Uh, in the end, though, we had uh, Eddie uh, Edwards, Ed Edwards, hitting uh, the diehard driver on Mike Bailey for the mm-hmm. win. For mm-hmm. honor no more, and then afterwards, boing, 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 bullet club. They attack honor no more, and a big old brawl breaks out. Yeah, and there's a eight man tag match happening at Under Siege. That's Bullet Club versus Honor No More. I Isn't think it's Under Siege man? happening in like two weeks or something? Did I read on May sixth? May oh day my before God, yeah. or May seventh? It's day before uh, uh, Backlash. Oh, okay, okay. There seventh. You go. I guess it'd be the seventh then. Uh, after that, we had a Josh Alexander interview. 
He says, I'm still soaking in my win. He says, over the last six months, I rode a roller coaster of emotions. He's in a class case of emotion. He says, and now Moose wants to complain about how uh, I had to wait six months for my rematch. uh, I had to wait six months. He's complaining about his rematch. Uh, that's worked to his advantage. He says, well, Moose, you've had five days and you get your rematch tonight and I'm going to shut you up for good and I'll be ready to face whoever Scott Demore has for me next. Yep. Uh, then we got a Taya Valkyrie promo. She says over the last year, uh, had a lot of time to, to self-reflect. Basically, she says, I've seen my passion and creativity being held captive, but here I stand today and I know who the hell I am. Mm-hmm. I know my worth. And sometimes you got to hit rock bottom to find the motivation to reach for the top again. And then she's attacked from behind by Deanna Pratt. So mm-hmm. she puts the Fujiwara armbar on her. Uh, Rosemary and Havoc run out to make the save. Uh, and then they have a match next against Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. Uh, the K win that one after uh, Havoc pins Savannah Evans after this great uh, backbreaker spear combo mm-hmm. yeah. from Havoc and Rosemary. Um, and I think they announced that Havoc's getting a title shot against Tasha Steeles. I think I saw oh, Okay, that. that's cool. Right on. I think I saw that. I'll uh, double check on that. All confidence, on, that. all confidence on Tasha Steeles. Oh, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a segment to Neil Dashwood's All About Me. It's a cheesy little talk show thing they do in like one of the back rooms. Yes, uh, can confirm. Cool. Uh, she's joined by Madison Rain. They basically say, hey, you know what? We finally got all the dead weight out of the way. We got the inspiration out of here. Caleb with the K is out of here. The spotlight is all on us. The lights come down, come back up. Giselle Shaw is standing there. She's like striking a pose. And Madison's like, what are you, what's your deal? Are you stalking me? And uh, Tennille's like, hey, man, there's no room in the spotlight for anybody than us, anyone other than us. And then uh, uh, Shaw challenges to a match. Madison says, that's a great idea. Uh, next up, we had a, a, a Vinny interview where uh, he says, you know, Jonah is a monster, but uh, he says uh, PCO was like him, but he's not anymore. And then we're going to have a Jonah versus PCO monsters ball match next week. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah PCO, that should be good. PCO just stands there and says, Jonah, Jonah. And then we had our main event, Moose versus Josh Alexander. Another really good bout between these two guys. Oh, yeah, this is terrific. Tons of fun. That apron powerbomb that Moose gave Josh Ooh. Alexander was like, uh, yeah. And Alexander really kind of flailed his arms out when he made impact and kind of tumbled to the mat. And it, it looked rough. It looked really rough. Yeah. Uh, speaking of powerbombs, Josh Alexander got the win with the powerbomb, then the C4 spike. And afterwards, Tomohiro Ishii mm-hmm. comes to the ring to have a face off with Alexander. That's Alexander's opponent under siege. That is going to be awesome. Yeah. That's they gonna are going to be. beat the hell out of each other. That's going to be something up. So uh, we got a little bit of breaking stuff right here, which we might have to, once we're done with this, yeah, go no, back. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. The so Sean's sh- tweet. Yeah. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp just tweeted moments ago that there are some NXT releases coming. So if this episode is preceded by us talking about that, that just means that mid-editing this episode, we got back on and yes, did that. So stay tuned. All right. Well, the uh, Fightful Select has a couple names. Okay. What we got? Um, wow. Uh, Malcolm Bivens <gasps> and Dakota Kai. Whoa. Wow. Well, it seems like so this is what they said. Malcolm Bivens is no longer under WB contract. Hmm. They pushed to resign. 
pushed him to resign last year. It was a short extension. Oh, and he, he just didn't resign with the company. Oh, okay, okay. He just wow. didn't resign, and but Dakota Kai apparently has been released. Eesh. Wow. Um. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that situation. Uh, let's talk about these NXT UK results here. Uh, we had first up Symbiosis versus Mark Andrews. Well, let's talk about this first. Let's sort of go big picture. We've got a match. Now for the 200th episode, yeah, 200 of uh NXT UK, which is coming up in about a month or so, and it's Jordan Devlin versus Ilya Dragunov for a loser leaves town match. Mm-hmm. So, yesterday during our watch along, you had said that you felt that uh Jordan Devlin would probably be the one losing that to go on to 2.0. Is that still your thought on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, Ilya hasn't really had the belt that long. They tend to like their long reigns. That's true. That is in, true. In UK, um, and you know, I don't know how anxious he is to relocate Ilya. That is to the mm, states. That's true too. Start yeah. working with with two point He's got a whole family there. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So uh, you know, uh, this seems. And Devlin has had matches in one point oh. Yeah. So. Just, on top of that, of course, Ilya has already beat Jordan Devlin literally with his hands tied behind him. Yeah, back. there's that too. So now being, you know, having his hands to work with in this match, you'd think it'd result, be a, result will be the same. It'd huh? be a squash match, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Um uh so let's uh let's dive into it here. We had Symbiosis versus Mark Andrews and Wild Boar kick us off. Uh, Andrew, the, this the very recently thrown together tag team of Mark Andrews and Wild Boar, regardless of them having been friends for a long time, according to Mark Andrews. As they said, yeah, they they are just this is like their first match together, I think. And at uh, least in in UK, yeah, in UK, yeah, yeah, in our canon, yeah. And they got the win over Symbiosis. Has been together for a while now. Yeah. Uh, so Mark Andrews picked up the win here uh, with a shooting star press. Um, and then afterwards, you know, Wild Boar's got this problem with uh, Eddie Dennis because he originally was in symbiosis. And uh, so he lays out Eddie Dennis with a suicide dive, and then Eddie Dennis runs away after taking off his jacket, and the chase goes on backstage. It picks up a little bit later, but first, yeah. of course, come Tuesday is now come Thursday because Von Wagner is NXT UK. So he got, a, he got a video package in advance of his match with... Uh, uh, Saxon Huxley. Yes. Yes. Uh, then we had, this was great. We had a mustache mountain really promo. Good. So uh, uh, Trent uh, Delboy and Bert pull up in their car and they get out. They're both wearing like matching sort of dad sweat outfits. Yeah. And they're both yeah. wearing the titles in the car. They mm-hmm. get out. And this is hilarious because Tyler's asked about their win over uh, Ashton uh, Carter and Ashton's, Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. There you go. And so Tyler's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about how we won. Uh, you know, it's not good. We talked about it. And then Trent's like, yeah, we had a long discussion about it. Water under the bridge moving forward. But, you know, it's not cheating if you don't get caught. So basically, like, they've had a discussion about this. Trent has learned absolutely nothing. And, like, the whole time, Trent, uh, Tyler's all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Clearly, they have more mm. talking they need to do. Uh, he says, you know, got to make sure we retain our titles at any cost. 
doesn't matter. And uh, he says, we uh, we want uh, Johnny Saint and Sid Scala to find them new challengers. Uh, yeah, speaking of Sid Scala, uh, he's about to have an interview, but he's interrupted by Eddie Dennis running down the hallway. They're in the hallway doing this interview. This is a pretty he, funny bit. Yeah, he says, Sid, you got to do something about Wild Boar. And Sid says, all right, I will. You're going to compete against him. Symbiosis is banned from ringside. And on top of that, it's going to be a dog collar match to make sure you can't run away from Wild Boar. Mm. And then Wild Boar comes running down the hallway. Eddie takes off. Wild Boar chases. Wild Boar already has a dog this collar is why, and a chain. Yeah. This is why NXT UK is WWE's best weekly program. True. They tell, they shove so much story into one hour and it feels like one continuous thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, then we had Angel Hayes versus Ia Brookside. Uh, of course, uh, Zia Brookside has uh, Eliza Alexander. Alexander, yeah, yeah, with that's her. Right. She gets on the apron, does some distractions. Uh, Hayes uh, punches her, and uh, Zia rolls her up for the win. Afterwards, Zia and Eliza attack uh, Angel Hayes, and then Amel runs down a really cool looking uh, jumpsuit to make yeah. the save. It was pretty cool. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, after that, we had I don't know why Eight Kids still around. Did they send him back? Right, he he hasn't been on 2.0, even though he was there. I know. And then it's just like we thought for sure that was the last thing. And then so it shows they're they're in the the performance center, they're in the gym there, and a kid uh, shows up and he he sees Charlie Dempsey and he's like, hey, listen, uh, he says we need to have one more match, you and I, to set the record straight on who's best. He says, and there's something about your heritage that makes me think you're gonna say yes. So a heritage rules match, yeah, heritage rules match. And uh, also alluding to Charlie Dempsey being the son of William Regal. Yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, a kid, I thought he was called up. Yeah, they seemed like he lost the tail, man. Didn't he like quantum leap out of that match at the end, too? Yeah, it seemed that way. I swear I thought he did. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I thought he only showed up on TV at 2.0, what, twice? Three times, maybe? Yeah, we haven't seen him since uh, when he was involved in the North American title picture for a bit. Well, we'll see after this Dempsey match, but I mean, this Dempsey match is going to be in the current set of tapings. I know, I know. How many weeks have we been saying, "Oh, this has got to be it for Akit in in NXT UK"? They did take him out of the intro too. Yeah, they did. Let's see know, if he's man. back in next week. Uh, so then we're back with Sid Scala. He introduces Damon Kemp. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems pretty excited about having Damon Kemp in NXT UK. Uh, Kemp steps in. He says, "I'm really excited to learn the the UK style." And Sid says, well, I got a VIP that's coming up soon. Sure enough, VIP is there. It's Johnny Saint. We haven't seen him on TV in forever. Back from the dead. I thought for sure the the idea was Sid had killed Johnny Saint and, you know, hid the body. And then Sid was just, he was just doing all this stuff, saying that it was Johnny Saint telling him to do it, but it was just him. Mm-hmm. But no, unless maybe Sid had, like, cloned Johnny Saint or this is some sort of Johnny Saint mask that somebody is wearing like a Mission Impossible type situation. Well, I mean, I think you you, you can't, you know. Uh, Changeling. I was thinking of some sort of robotics. <gasps> yes. Okay. AI. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got like, yeah, like a robotic body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just a, a rope, like Johnny Saint's head on a robotic body yeah. or. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like a full robot no, no 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 not a not a full replacement computer program uh, facsimile no because he doesn't do a lot it's not like this no. has to be a really advanced computer program no he just sort of walk he just looks around semi-confused yeah 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 like exactly. just boston dynamics you just walk through the door 
Yeah, that, for a Boston Dynamics robot, that's quite an achievement. It is, it is. At least for a spell it was. Uh, then we had Saxon Huxley taking on Von Wagner. Uh, the finish of this, uh, Saxon Huxley looking for a running crossbody. Von catches him, hits his finish. Von grabs Mike. Says, uh, Saxon is the first man to fall. No one has ever seen anything like me before. This is my world, and you're just living in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just, yeah. His promo is actually uh, not terrible. It was short, to the point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we had a Gallus press conference. Uh, Wolfgang says, I want to put the record straight. I want to tell everyone that Gallus is united and stronger than ever. Uh, some of the body language tell you otherwise. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Mark is next. He says, yes, we're fine. What happens with us happens to all teams. All teams have disagreements. They find a way to work it out. Uh, Joe says, the belief of this team is Gallus boys on top, and that's what it's going to be. We're, we're not just hungry. We're starving for success. I like that Joe is also growing his hair out like on the sides a little bit. So he looks yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. little bit extra like not cleaned up. Yeah. <laughs> they all, yeah, they all look just thoroughly over each other. They're like, they're done with Gallus. But uh, they're like, man, you know, we, we probably Who's going to get the Gallus theme then when this is all over with? Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, obviously Joe is sort of the head guy, I think. Um, but, uh, I feel like right now who the person who embodies the spirit of Gallus more than anybody else is Wolfgang. So if anybody gets that theme afterwards, it should be Wolfgang. It's a terrific theme and he's a terrific wrestler. It's a fantastic theme. Uh, after that, we had a little video package. Tiger turn debuts next week. He was the guy I think in the audience when staring down Kenneth Williams. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had a little video package for Isla Donna Mako Satamora. That match happened. That match happens next week. Next week, yeah. Uh, we had a Lash Legend video package because she's now in the UK, and then we had our main event. Oh, said... she's going to be on a, a Supernova Sessions next week. Oh, that's right with Supernova Eleven. Yeah, with Noam Dar, that should be great. Then we had a contract signing here with Jordan Devlin and Ilya Dragunov. Devlin opens up by saying, he starts doing this. He says, you know what that is? It's the winds of change blowing around here. Uh, Ilya says, uh, and he kicks his feet up on the table, and Ilya's like, get your feet off the table, dude. He says, uh, I fought to make this brand strong. And uh, he says, Jordan belittles it. And uh, Devlin says, you know what, man? This brand is on my back. He says, open your eyes. All the pomp is because you have, because uh, Ilya has a money match with me. And uh, Ilya says, you know, I define the title by the man I am. He says, my worst nightmare is you becoming champ. And Jordan says, well, you know what? I'm winning. And then Ilya says, if you're that confident, why not raise the stakes? And Devlin's like, I'm a betting man. I'm listening. Ilya says, you know what, man? You're right. If you win, you're the champ. But I've got this dream of an NXT UK without you. He says, how about this? Loser leaves town NXT UK match. Whoever loses the match has to go to NXT 2.0 and then two weeks later gets sent back here. Yeah. Uh, and then Jordan says, he says, you know, when I take that title, you're not going to want to show your face around here. Anyways, I agree. They both sign the contract. Devlin looks for a headbutt. Ilya dodges that, hits a headbutt of his own. They brawl. Devlin looks for a powerbomb through the table. Ilya escapes that, hits an insiguri. Uh, uh, sets up a table, sets up the table in the corner, and then Jordan pulls Sid Scale in front of him, headbutts Ilya, and then hits a devil inside through the table, and Sid Scale's pissed. 
Yeah, he is not happy. Yeah. So, not uh, happy. Solid, solid segment there, man. Anytime Ilya has a chance to talk, I'm really into it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can uh, do our SmackDown uh, Rampage previews, and I guess we can talk more about the this uh, pair of NXT releases before uh, answering some questions. Uh, on SmackDown, we got Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey set to take part in a Beat the Clock I Quit Challenge, trying to make their respective opponents tap out. I like this. I like this. You know, like this is this is a good wrestling oriented way to and it feeds into the story of the match. Exactly. Yeah. This is yeah. good. Uh we have Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre inside of a steel cage. And uh Shanky versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. Yep. Uh yep. later on, we've got Rampage as well. Samoa Joe is taken on Trent in a battle for the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland in a qualifier match for the Owen Tournament. Keith Lee is going to annihilate Colton Gunn, just completely oh, yes. destroy that guy. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It oh, says yeah. that in the previous. Is Keith Lee set to completely destroy Colton Gunn? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a spoiler right there. Uh, and then we got Jade, Red Velvet, and Kara Hogan versus Willow Nightingale, Trisha Dora, and Sky Blue. And, of course... Uh, in the segment of the night, Hook comes face to face with Dan ha- Dan Housen. Yeah, yeah, that should be fun. That should be good stuff. That should be fun. So, uh, seems so far, Sean's only reported on the releases of Dakota Kai, Malcolm Bivens. Hopefully, that's that's it. Mm-hmm, yeah, no more releases. Yeah, um, Dakota Kai been in NXT for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. She'll she'll be a great pickup wherever you know. Oh, absolutely! You know, absolutely, she's a, she's terrific a phenomenal wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, all right, man, let's go ahead and answer. Some oh, questions. and wherever wherever Bivens goes next. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Make him hilarious. the general manager of AEW. Yeah, one of the most hilarious personalities in wrestling. Oh, he put up. He just put up a uh, a video too two minutes ago. Oh yeah be interesting to see what he has to say yeah um anyways let's go ahead and answer some questions sure first up from uh let's see here uh nick white brownie with a rumor of wwe potentially moving nxt back to full sale that's a rumor yeah melser mentioned that i think melser mentioned that in the the newsletter uh, he says, could you see that helping them in presentation wise and trying to regain the local fans back from what I understand? A lot of the people that were at full sale are just same people going to this. I mean, it seems like the, the, the biggest obstacle for filling up the performance center is, is having people, the bus people from full sale to performance center, because it's not like parking at performance. Apparently center. it's a bit of a debacle. So if you just have it at full sale, maybe there won't be that. Yeah. That pain associated, that inconvenience associated with going to the show. I'll also, be they'll get rid of those screens with the, the 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 fake fans on it. Oh, they need to keep that. It's no, it, it's 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 dog shit mm-hmm. presentation. I, I appreciate NXT 2.0 for some of the characters, some of the stories, some of the stuff they're trying out. I can't stand the presentation. It's ugly as shit. It Having is. it in a small place like that is dog shit. I don't like any of it. Take them on the road. See if you can fill up thousand thousand seat venues. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. They got to set the bar much lower to 1,000 seats, man. <laughs> 500, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't like any of it. It's not like, it's not like, it's not like, it's not how I like my wrestling. 
Uh, let's see here. Greg Morris says, which title range should have never happened? Gender or brave gender? Yeah. I think, I think there's like proof that like gender's title reign tanked the social media, uh, engagement of WWE. Uh, let's see here. Cameron, which wrestlers past or present would you want MJF to pay to wrestle Wardlow? (gasps) Sid. Yeah. That's the first answer popped in my head too. Uh, Hart. Who is your death match, Mount Rushmore? Ooh, I'm going to go with uh, Funk. Foley. Onita. Funk. Yeah, Onita. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do a personal shout out to SoCal legend Supreme. There you go. That's good. Put him in there. But there's like a million other names that are yeah, probably yeah, more Yeah. Prominent. Nick Mondo, Nick Gage. Right, yeah. Go on and on. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, Blue asked thoughts on Dr. Pepper Darkberry. I don't drink soda anymore, so I don't have thoughts on it, and I'll probably never have thoughts on it because I don't drink soda. What's your interest in Dr. Pepper Darkberry? Less than minimal, Steve. There you go. That's my answer as well. I haven't tr- Dr. Pepper, you know, man, I like I'll have from time to time like a Diet Pepsi or like a Sprite, something that doesn't have like that overwhelming syrup flavor to it. Yeah. Dr. Pepper is like max syrup That's flavor. That's prime. That's prime like medicine eve syrup flavor. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. So anything related to Dr. Pepper is not my thing. That and Mountain Dew I find absolutely like acidic. It's funny. <laughs> I used to drink Mountain Dew a lot when I was I used to drink Dr. Pepper a lot. <laughs> if I had it now, I might very well throw up my mouth. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, the mayor of Planet Houston, if there is a draft... But every wrestler in the world was available, and the major promotions then took turns drafting wrestlers. Who would the top few picks be? It'd be Roman. Uh, it would be um, it'd be Roman. It'd be Seth. It'd be Chessman. It would yeah. be uh, Becky Lynch. Probably Pagano. Uh-huh. Um, Good. Probably. Uh, House of Torture. House of Torture. Yeah. And then Sid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's a really long question. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cameron asked, book what CM Punk would have done if he hadn't left WWE. So let's say they just gave him like a couple weeks off. He went and got married and he was like, hey, can I just, can you guys just, I bust my ass out there and you're, you're Z packing me to death. So I poop my pants. Mm-hmm. Can we, dial it down a little bit and Vince is like mm-hmm. Phil we see a lot of we see a lot of value in you yeah take some time off and come yeah, you back get, you get the Brock schedule now you get the Brock schedule um, I don't know what I'd be doing I don't, I don't, I don't Brent, think you ever would have gotten the main event Wrestlemania I think he probably maybe would have been like hey Dean, let's do some fun stuff. Hey, uh, I mean, I know they, that was the poop match, but, you know, uh, maybe some stuff with The Fiend. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe would have gotten like a real good meaty feud with him and, and Daniel Bryan. I like to think that maybe they would have been like, hey, here's a Brock schedule. And what do you want to do? Who do you want to work with? What do you want to do, Phil? Yeah. Get some good stuff out of that. Uh Yeah. 
All right, anyways, uh, that's going to do it for us. We're going to sort of keep our eyes open for the uh, the NXT releases stuff. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. It's Friday. We're not doing anything tonight. <laughs> at least not We're on here. We're doing GTA at 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're doing GTA on the Twitch and at twitch.tv forward slash Steve here. That's where my stream is going to be. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Carl Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.